We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. This is actually, I should have uh, said we should go with a different song. Not your fault, Jimmy. No, this is my fault. I I put that song in there. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I should have said we uh, should have went with a different song to kick off the morning because it doesn't really uh, fit with the theme of the day. Right. I, I mean, uh, Metallica getting you uh, all, you know, pumped up, ready to go, getting that blood boiling. Uh, when the theme of the day, I think on this show, is uh, one word. I tweeted it out this morning, and that is chill. I right. saw that. Yes. <laughs> and that is chill. I uh, hope everyone had a nice weekend. It was pretty nice out there. should be a pretty nice uh, week. Weather-wise, uh, coming up for you to do anything uh, outside that you wanted to accomplish that you couldn't throughout the entire month of July. But we're, uh, you know, our, our weekend was a little unsettled with the report out of the Buffalo News about talks on a new Bills stadium where we weren't exactly sure where this was. We knew that there was a study being done by the Pagulas on ideas for a Bills stadium. There was a report That came out a couple months ago saying that, well, Orchard Park is now being looked at as the um, likely scenario for a new Bills stadium. But there was still no real idea of how far along this would be and, you know, when this would kind of get going and and really kick into gear. And it seemed over the weekend that this finally kicked into gear. You know, the stadium talk we've been having for the last six years, I mean, you can even go back further than the Pagulas. Uh, than the last for whatever. I think Joe, with this story, got you know sent into a new uh, gear as, in terms of how serious we should be talking about it. Yeah, very quickly, uh, as if you've uh, missed it, the front page of the paper yesterday, and that kind of kicked off discussions. So it seems like the Pagulas in the state, or the Pagulas in the county, whoever they are talking to, I'm guessing they're talking to both, are in full swings. And, you know, I mean... Obviously, things are going to come out, right? And I think people see, oh, my gosh, the team's threatening to move, (laughs) all of that stuff. Uh, But I look at, you know, the numbers, and it looks like the main thing here is the Buffalo Bills want a majority of the stadium to be paid for by the state. And uh, I don't don't see that happening. Well, now here, that's the... The, the crux of chill as the uh, right. code word of the day. See, is, I'm very different from you, as you know. I, yeah. I don't chill. You I overreact chill. to everything. I've never seen you chill in your life. <laughs> um, that's, but the, so the report came out, and the, uh, the reaction was swift and 
severe, I think, as you would expect, right? Right, yeah. From a lot of people saying, you got to be kidding me, no way. Now, a few things just initially on this. One, would you expect anything less, right? This plays into the chill. Would you expect anything less? All throughout the country, what do you see with a lot of these stadiums? Now, some of them, like what happened out in L.A., like even what we've seen downstate here in uh, Long Island with the Belmont Park uh, UBS Arena project with the Islanders, some of these projects are completely funded privately. But a lot of them are taking public dollars, whether that's half of the investment, whether that's more, whether it's less, and using that to build new stadiums for these private teams. So what would you expect at the opening of negotiations for, you know, the owner of a team to shoot for the moon and say, hey, we need a new stadium? That's another arbitrary point, by the way, need uh, versus want. We've had that discussion. Uh, But we need a new stadium. Can you build it for us? Right? (laughs) I mean, and that's where they started. Now, that is shooting for the moon and then some. Um, is that where I would start from a PR standpoint, uh, knowing that a lot of this information is likely to make its way out into the public? Probably not, right? But you see, what you're doing is PR and – see, I, I wouldn't know how to handle this because, yes, from PR it looks bad. But, Brian, what they wanted was people to react like this. They wanted people to start talking about it. They wanted people to react negatively to the Bills looking somewhere else. So, I, I, yeah, you have a PR that might be bad. Well, I, I don't think they want it because the negative reactions that I've seen so far over but the last I think 24 they were expecting, hours. I think they were expecting everyone mm, to freak out. I don't know. I don't know. The way this team is thinking about I don't know if they're thinking about this clearly in the right direction. Um, and, well, and part of it has to do with that, you know, veiled threat of leaving that <laughs> I, I think seems to have uh, really been long gone off the minds of people for a long time. But – I, it's first and foremost, so that part, it's part of a negotiation. Now, right. in my personal opinion, and I am not a great negotiation uh, master, I'm, I'm not great at this. I don't know the inner workings. In my personal opinion, was it a great thing to come out first off in a negotiation where you know things are going to be leaked and made public to say, hey, we want 100%? I don't think that was a great no. <laughs> ask because you know it's going to be made public and you know what the public reaction to that is going to be. It's going to be negative. But mm-hmm. in any way, do I think that 100% of a stadium is going to be built with public money? No, I don't think. I think that this is a a ask for the moon and, you know, you get a slice of cheese. I agree with you. But I just want to play – I just want to bounce something else off you. I agree that this is where they start and obviously it's going to be a half-half thing. But maybe the Bagulas are thinking one of two things, or the Buffalo Bills are thinking one of two things. One, what I said, maybe they were expecting everyone to freak out and say, why wouldn't New York State do this? Or number two, and again, I don't think this. Well, here, before you get to number two, I don't think that first, that thought should never cross anyone's mind. Because I don't think anybody, from the reaction I saw, nobody was saying, oh, why wouldn't New York consider paying 100% of the stadium? That thought should never cross anyone's mind because that thought, I think, to most people, even people who are in the camp of, yeah, I don't mind public money going to a private stadium, do not think that it should be 100% taxpayer funded. So I agree with you. I don't think that there is any plan for that sort of reaction. I agree with you. We've seen some PR doozies, though, over the last decade. 
<laughs> right, right, but but you're saying that you know they wanted a reaction. I'm saying of, that might have been the thinking in the room. I don't think. I'm not saying it's a likely. I'm th- or number two, they say, hey, look, we're the only NFL team in New York State. Why wouldn't they fund the stadium? Again, both things I would disagree with, and I wouldn't even go in with that mindset. But I'm trying to justify why they would come in with not only 1.1 bill for a stadium. But can you throw in 400 mil for the arena? Yeah, yeah. which is already disputed, by the way. Um, another story by the news this morning uh, uh, from the Pagula's statements from the Pagula say, well, in no way was KeyBank Center ever a part of this. The figure is inaccurate. So already, and this is, and so much of this information is, you know, from a source here, a source there who might have their own agenda. Right. I, you, you know, you have to take everything with a little bit of a grain of salt and say that, okay, this is not, actually what's happening but i if we're assuming the 100 percent ask is uh what actually happened not a great way to start from a public relations standpoint given that i think in general like i said even among people who and i've kind of come around to this a little bit even among people who don't mind public money being used for that purpose for a private football stadium that is not going to go over well. The second thing that I think doesn't really go over well is what we saw in the story. It was kind of a planted as, let's see, I want to use the exact terminology here, as a, a vague threat, not really a threat. Uh, th- this is from the story. The team may know overt threats, but... If it doesn't uh, get the full fu- funding request, but it has made clear to negotiators there are other cities elsewhere that desire an NFL franchise and would pay handsomely for it. That's from the story. And then we saw a tweet from an ESPN reporter who said, well, Austin, Texas could be uh, something that the bills are floating out as an idea. And here's something that uh, I am, and we had, I know this from. Past conversations with people who are no longer employed uh, by the Pagulas, but who have been in that room, who have thought about this issue from their point of view. And that is that this threat was going to come up. And my opinion, and that has not changed, is you can't seriously make that threat anymore and scare anybody. Because when... Terry and Kim Pagula bought the Bills. That idea that the Bills could move somewhere else has completely vanished from everyone's mind. I don't know a single person who believes that the Pagulas would move the Buffalo Bills to anywhere else, whether that be Austin, Texas, whether it be Butte, Montana, or whether it be London, England. I don't know anybody who actually believes that they would do that after everything we went through. Remember, when the Pagulas bought the team, the stadium issue was one of the first questions that came up. They knew the situation, and still the answer, we bought the team to ensure it remains in Buffalo because it's here in Buffalo. And it's not just about the bills when it comes to this point and this threat of the team moving elsewhere. It's about the Sabres. It's about the Bandits. It's about the Rochester Americans. It's about the Nighthawks. It's about Harbor Center. It's about every single piece of investment that the Pagulas have. So you're going to tell me we're just going to get rid of all that and move the bills somewhere else, or we're going to move the bills somewhere else and then still own the hockey team and then all these other properties elsewhere around Buffalo. I, 
even if that were true, nobody believes it. Right. Uh, nobody is looking at the Pagula situation and saying, oh, yeah, they could totally pick up the team and move somewhere else, just like Kroenke did in St. Louis and move it to L.A. I, I don't think that that fear is anywhere near fans' minds because of the situation the Pagulas are in and because of everything they've built over the last 10-plus years here in Buffalo, which is why making that threat, I I don't think it plays off the way that they want it to. I don't think it plays off the way it has in the past when other teams have done it or when even the Bills have done it in a, you know past stadium negotiations. Yeah, I mean, you do feel bad for Austin, Texas. Right, because they're looking at us. They're looking, saying, "Now oh, you're using us to for negotiation." Uh, but no, the first thing I thought, Brian, when I saw this, and again, it's a report from um, uh, from Pro Football uh, NBC. Uh, it, it's a report. But when I first saw this, this, I thought the same thing. You know, look at what they've built downtown. You've got the Buffalo Sabers uh, and everything you've mentioned. So it's it's a real not believable threat. Yeah, it's an empty threat. I mean, I, I tell that to you. Oh, the Pagulas say they could move the team. I mean, what's your reaction? Yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, but that is, I, I don't doubt they can move the team. Anyone can do anything because right? there are, as they say, many cities that want a team, but then they'd have to literally get rid of everything else they own because yeah. the PR for the four teams you mentioned, no one would want to go to those games. No one would want to support the people that move the team. I, I just don't see that threat carrying water, carrying weight, right, with fans the way that it might have before Terry Pagula bought the team because that was that was the final nail in the coffin. And it was sold that way to fans by Pagula. It was sold that way by everybody who talked about the Pagulas buying the Bills. Was This is the end of all talk about the Bills yep. potentially leaving Buffalo. So you can't, you know, not even 10 years later, uh, not even close to 10 years later, turn around and say, well, we might leave Buffalo because nobody believes it. Right. Because you just said the exact opposite, and we know of all the other holdings here, and I, I, I think it is such an empty threat that it actually does more harm than good uh, by even putting that idea out there. Right. Like I said, it's not good PR. But you never know. You see a lot of things and you go, who thought this was going to be a good idea? Um, but what you mentioned, Brian, I think more than just the fact they said the Bills are staying here, like you said, it's the holdings, I think, that really don't make – people don't believe. Like you said, it's an empty threat because of everything they have in this area in western New York. And uh, you'd have to start to see them unloading if the uh, Buffalo Bills left. But it brings up the, 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 it brings up the point how much of the stadium should be publicly funded. Right, uh, and I think that's a good discussion worth having, and we'll continue that. But I, I wanted to lay those two things out. That's the basis for the word of the day, which is chill. Chill. Because You're better at that than me. Because chill is, listen, I hear, oh, the, you know, the team has floated to the state. Um, even if it's 100% accurate, well, they want over a billion dollars, 100% publicly funded stadium. And I look at that and say, Okay, well, that's nice. I, I would like a 100% publicly funded um, house. I, I want the, you know, the state to pay off my mortgage. It's not going to happen. Um, you know, I, I'd, I'd like uh, for a lot of things to, uh, you know, just magically. It's not going to happen. I, I mean, this uh, proposal as it stands is not going to happen. It doesn't have the support of people. It doesn't have the support of people in Albany. I, I can't see this. So I'm not overreacting to it. And then the threat of them moving. Listen, 
I'm not overreacting to it because, like I said, five-plus years ago when the Pagoulas bought the team, that threat was squashed and buried 20 feet underground. Robin in Lancaster, you're on WBEN. Hey, bud, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Not too bad. Hey, I got the perfect solution to this whole stadium problem, okay? And I've, been, I've had it for 20 years now. Why don't they turn around and take the top two to four rows, whatever they need, and dome that damn stadium and so they can concerts, okay, uh, hell, even baseball if they had to. But what I'm saying is make it a multi-use stadium and dome the damn thing. Okay, Robin, I appreciate the call, um, uh, and I appreciate the idea. You're in favor of a stadium with a roof. I don't like using the term dome anymore because no one actually does a, a dome. It's no. a roof. Like it, in, in Minnesota, the all-glass yeah, it's, stadium? It's an actual roof. No one, you know, a dome was what they built in the 80s. Uh, they build a roof now. Um, that's never going to happen. I'll, I'll just stop. You're not going to put a roof over the stadium that's there. It's I, You would be better off, and it would be less expensive, to build a brand new stadium and to put a roof on what exists and then thinking you're going to play baseball there. Um, yeah, that's not actually an idea. I like the roof, though. I, I, I agree with that, but I appreciate that's not going to happen. I appreciate the call, but multi-use stadiums, they're actually getting rid of those. There's only one multi-use stadium left in the, in the United States. Well, it States. Depends, depends what multi-use you're talking about. I mean, baseball about. and football yeah. is what uh, but, but they're not going to do that to the existing stadium. I uh, mean, and by the way, to the texter, Time for Buffalo residents, fans to take ownership. The the NFL doesn't allow that anymore. Okay, so there you have it. Uh, Bud is in Hamburg, uh, not too far from the stadium, I would guess. Uh, You're on WBEM. What's going on? Good morning, gentlemen. Um, I just wanted to point one thing out with the uh, what what you're calling a veiled threat of moving the the team possibly to Austin or somewhere else. Um, And in a business sense, the the early ask for a complete. uh, taxpayer funding. Just think of what uh, happened with uh, the New Era Cap Company. Here you have a long-standing company that's been in Buffalo for for decades. Um, they finally get the naming rights several years ago uh, for the stadium. And look what happened when things went south as far as a better offer or a business plan to move New Era out of the area. Well, but here's here's where I'll, I'll just stop you, and there, there's a few key differences. Uh, because when we talk about, uh, you mentioned naming rights to a stadium, okay, that's easy to kind of uh, put on and take off. But when it's the Pagulas versus New Era hat, New Era has already had uh, places where they make hats all over the world, including down in Florida, uh, all these other places. They were not strictly a Buffalo company, even though that was their headquarters and this is, you know, uh, their home base, so to speak. But they have operations all over the world. When you're talking about the Pagulas and the Bills and all of their other businesses, they are, for all intents and purposes, a strictly Buffalo company. So moving that outside of Buffalo is a very different thing than New Era kind of uh, shuttering things at their derby plant. But if a, if a community ponies up, uh, 1.1 or 1.4 billion dollars, and that's uh, you, you don't have to put that in your your column uh, uh, to take money out of your savings account. It, it would have to kind of drive the Pagulas to take a hard look at where they are. Um, I mean, 
whatever, over a billion dollars. That's that's a lot of money, and that would certainly, I'm sure, um, there are other people that drive the Pagula's business interests that would make them take a long, hard look at what the situation was, whatever it came down to. It's $1.4 billion, but the money that would bring in um, for the Pagulas themselves, uh, I mean, that stadium would pay for itself uh, in so many years. I think the Pagulas would be lucky if the, if the state gives them half. I mean, really. I, 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 as a Bills fan, to be perfectly honest, I say uh, pay the ransom. I, I say go ahead and um, there's, there's well, that the state's paid for that have turned out bust uh, in the past. I don't think that uh, this would be uh, one of those. I, Bud, I'm, Bud, I'm, you're weak at the negotiating table. What's going on? This is exactly what I was talking about earlier. I'm not much of a card player. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. Hey, Bud, thanks so much for the call and the insight. Um, you know, and I listen. I, I don't think that Bud is alone. I do think that's very much the minority opinion because, on its surface, and I've said this plenty of times before, should taxpayers pay for a stadium that's really going to benefit one person as the owner of the team no and in an ideal world absolutely not it's just like should taxpayers have built a huge factory for well now it's elon musk back then it was solar city and you know just kind of hope that it benefits uh, everyone else around it it turns out it probably wasn't that big great of an investment and remember by the way that was a billion dollars uh, but to Bud's last point, and this is something that I'm sure we'll get to a little bit later on, I you can point to a lot of things that the state spends money on that you probably don't care about quite as much and don't mean as much to you as the Buffalo Bills would. So is it entirely stupid for the state to be spending money on it? I am not willing no. to go as far as a lot of no. other people either. No, but I, I don't think completely publicly funded. When we look at baseball stadiums in the city of New York, and we'll talk about this when we come back, the state didn't pay, the state nor New York City paid for those complete projects either. Yeah, but it goes it goes to our word of the day, chill. Because you, I, I can tell you're getting fired up. Well, it didn't happen here. It didn't happen here. But it's because it's not going to happen. So it's not going to happen. Everyone, everyone chill. It, it's not. However, there is there is. The middle you can play here, right? I mean, Bud and Hamburg is exactly what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Hey, pay them. We need the bills. Look, they could go anywhere else. I'm saying I think the Pagulas or I think the bills get half. I think the bills get 60% funded by the state. I think they're in good shape. I like how you, you're confident enough to just play this whole thing out. You know what's going to happen at the very well, that's end. Our, that's what, I thought that's what we're doing here. <laughs> Listen to BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Back here, Beamaz and Beamer. The word of the day is chill when it comes to uh, talks of a new Bills stadium. And, you know, not to tamper down too much of the excitement, (laughs) but still at the same time. um, You know, I think people's emotions get uh, very riled up, right, when you're uh, talking about this issue. Many thoughts on whether or not public dollars should be used. Many thoughts on the stadium itself what it should look like, where it should be. I mean, it's easy to get wrapped up. But, I, you know, I feel like at this point of the process, chill, that if we're waiting on every single word that comes out of either Pagulaville or the state of New York, uh, it's going to be a long, long road with a lot of gray hairs uh, done in between. Scott in Lancaster, you're on WBEN. Uh, what were you thinking yesterday when you heard this? Well, I wasn't thinking uh, the word chill. <laughs> what were what was going we're through in the your same mind? camp, Scott? Who came up with that name? It must have been Joe. <laughs> no, no, no. I am not. I am not chill. I am. Uh, I am like everyone else. I'm overreacting. I know you're. You're passionate. Both of you guys are passionate. But let me just say this: uh, what Jim Kelly said. He ever, Jim. He's he's the air marshal. I mean, everything. I mean, he threw balls that were unconscionable. In fact, I met him and at his restaurant bar whatever uh that long ball he threw to for andre and andre couldn't believe it and you know why he couldn't believe it he dropped the pass i think it was a jets game this and that and the other but getting back to terry and kim they're gold everything they did but we that's what jim said about the stadium you know last that'll last 50 years that stadium and uh that that hockey thing, if you, you had, uh, the arena, you know, it's got a roof on, so it might meet, you know, me this and that and the other. But uh, my view is, listen, when I was younger, I I moved out of the area. I lived in St. Louis. You know what happened? Well, there. Yeah, yeah, we're here. The team moved. I do you really think that the Bills have moved, Scott? Leave it. They couldn't believe that 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 St. Louis football team leave. Unbelievable. And I was there for, for four years. It was like it tore their heart out. But I'm, I'm just saying, you know, we, our hearts into it. If they want to move, let them move. Okay, but we, 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 you can't support that when you've got infrastructure, you've got water, sewer, this and any other. You, you know, you, you just can't do it. Hey, Scott, I, I appreciate the sentiment, and I think a lot of people share it, that using public money for a stadium is not, a smart invest. It shouldn't be done. Using public money to fund private business when it's not necessary, when that private business is making money hand over fist as they do in the NFL, it's not a smart idea. I There's no one here that would tell you that it's a smart idea. Unfortunately, we live in a world where that has somehow become the norm. Uh, I don't know how this happened over the course of many, many years, but if you look at 
the list of NFL teams and where they play, only one stadium doesn't receive some sort of taxpayer subsidy. And that's uh, the MetLife Stadium that's over in New Jersey where the Jets and the Giants play. So it is, I, I mean, you can say it's an unfortunate fact, but it is kind of this fact of the modern NFL that mm-hmm. uh, this is how stadiums are built. And I should add to that the um, Los Angeles Stadium. It does have some some form of taxpayer subsidy, but it was built for the uh, Rams and the Chargers uh, completely private by a combination of two different owners to build that one stadium. I, it, It's unfortunate. It's uncomfortable. It happens, and while I disagree with the idea of it, I will say that it has grown on me a little bit that it's not the worst thing in the world, which I used to think that it was. And I'll give you an example why. I I think one of the reasons is, just like one of the people who were quoted in that newspaper piece yesterday, who uh, the executive director of Reinvent Albany, I had this quote, and this is a popular sentiment of the, you know, anti-public funding crowd, right? He said, the research on stadiums, which, by the way, if I can, you know, I haven't even gotten one complete sentence, but if I can go, the research on stadiums, I think, is very vague. It's like a lot of the COVID numbers that you hear. Like, can I get some in-depth? Are we talking about an economic impact greater than what was there before? Because if we're building a stadium for a team and they're staying in the same community, obviously it's not going to have a big economic impact. Whereas if you're making a new team out of thin air, it's going to be much greater. Are we talking about the direct economic impact or are we talking about indirect impacts? I, All of that, it doesn't really show up in these numbers that get thrown around. Anyways, back to this statement. They do not pay for taxpayers. I don't think there's any dispute there. They're just money thrown out the window. You get the same return from burning stacks of $100 bills along Lake Erie than building a new stadium for the bills. Mm. Now, there's where you pump the brakes a little bit. Because when you start to get so hyperbolic that you say things that don't make sense, that's when I start to really think about the uh, situation maybe a little bit harder than I would have before. Because... At its core, I'm kind of with John here, who runs this group, that, yes, it's stupid to give taxpayer money to stadiums. But when you say there's no positive economic impact, that it has no impact on the community, I mean, you know, come on, can we live in reality and look at this rationally for a little bit, as I like to do, and I find out that the answer is no most of the time. (laughs) I only have to look down the hall to see an economic impact. You think we'd have a sports station here right. if there was no sports teams? Exactly. Uh, and all the jobs that that creates, all the jobs that are – think of all the people who make T-shirts and sell them online. And not just for charity like uh, Dell does and all the great people at 26 Shirts, but all the people who are making and selling Bill stuff on the side. And that's their form of business, all the businesses. Think of everyone who owns any sort of property around the footprint of the stadium right now. Yep. Um, and, and it kind of goes on and on. And then I you know, scale even wider – to, you know, Jill Schlesinger completely disagree with me, but I would fire right back at her. Think of this past winter in December and January when I don't know if the picture of the world has been as bleak as it was then. Nobody was allowed to do anything. You were told you can't even see your family members. But we had one thing that was somewhat keeping us going. That's right. And the bills were pretty good, and that put a smile on everyone's face. And 
for at least a little bit of time, a few hours a week, if not more, if you were thinking about them outside of game time, you were kind of happy and uh, you enjoyed that time. And it was a time to get with family and friends and kind of enjoy that. So I will say that there is, in addition to the economic impact, which I'm not saying it's as much to justify paying for a private stadium, no. But I'm saying there is absolutely an economic impact to having a team there. There is also that happiness thing that you can't quite put a price on that you do have the opportunity to actually spend money on something that's going to make people happy. And we had a guest a few months ago who spoke about the happiness. And Brian, his name escapes me right now. Uh, but Stefan Szymanski. Yes, talking about the happiness factor when it comes to these publicly funded stadiums. Oh, I pressed the wrong button. I apologize. I think the big issue for Buffalo here, though, and this is this is the, the sort of the elephant in the room, is what happens if um, the team doesn't get a new stadium, if the city and the state are not prepared to put the money up. Um, there have been suggestions in the media that uh, there is a risk that the team might leave town. And that, that I think, is the real issue. How much happiness would you lose in Buffalo if you lost the team? And that is somehow a measure of how much uh, value and how much the, 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 the city and the, uh, the county and state should be willing to invest in this. Now, I happen to think that this is completely unfair because this amounts to a form of blackmail. But, I mean, it is a very real threat. And I think the happiness dimension of that is the way you need to think about it. And like you said, Brian, we got to see it. I mean, we've seen it our whole life with the Bills. Even when the Bills are awful, it's something that brings us together once a week. But we really got to see how much that team means to Western New York when we really had nothing else going for us uh, last year in the height of COVID. We were stuck home and we had the Bills to look forward to, the Bills to talk about. And the Bills, like Brian said, really putting a smile on our face. I, there's obviously a value to Western New York to having the bills here whether yes. it's psyche whether it's happiness whether that financial. is the financial impact that it does have um and i think ignoring that is not it's not a good way to start the other side of the argument either um right. you, you know totally ignoring that I, I don't think that's a that's a great uh side of this i however i that's something you can't really measure and part of the, his argument there was looking at this threat of moving the team, which is mentioned here. And then there was that later tweet that mentioned the city of Austin. I don't think that exists anymore. No. I do think that, you know, they, there is a much weaker, you know, uh, our previous caller mentioned St. Louis. You know, the owner of the St. Louis Rams, he did own another team, but they were located in England. I, mm. I mean, <laughs> you know, he's, he's owning teams in London and, you know, some other areas – it's not the same situation as uh, people who have really dug their heels into Buffalo and Western New York the way the Pagulas have. And that is different than the surprise people of St. Louis had when their team moved. That's a little bit different. This would be, it's like I said, it's unbelievable. And I think any fan that you talk to, they do not believe it right. when they hear that threat, the team is going to move. I, anytime you bring that up to somebody, I think most rational people look at you and say, 
what? Yeah, they're going to move the Bills? Sure, what? And just have the Sabres here? They're going to sell everything? You know, right. everything they built, all the money they invested here, and now they're just going to leave town? Um, you know, I meant I, there's been some questionable investments in the past, but I don't think anybody is thinking along the lines that that's going to happen. Right. I mean, you, you brought up St. Louis. I mean, the guy owns a team in London. He, through his family, owns two teams in Colorado, the Nuggets and the Avalanche. And believe me, if L.A. wouldn't build him a stadium, he would have moved the team somewhere else. It's very different than uh, a family that literally has put everything right here in Buffalo, the money they've dropped into Western New York. It's not going to happen, but I think it's a fair question, as Brian said, to ask. So where 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 does the split come in here? Where, and, where are we looking at? Because I'm on this website now of, pub, of publicly and privately funded stadiums. You've got stadiums that are 90% public. You've got stadiums that are 61% public. And I, I do believe that the Bills will be somewhere with New York State between 50 and 60%. Yeah, and listen, I, I will say all along, and I have to keep reminding people I feel like my stance on this because it's – uh, you know, I'm opening up the question. I'm open to hearing different ideas. Ideally, this would be 100% private because right. it's only the owners of the team and people who bring events in that are going to benefit from it. But we don't live quite in an ideal world. I should say, ideally, this would happen. We go to Kathy in South Buffalo, who's joining us. And I believe, Kathy, you have, um, you know, the thoughts of a lot of people around here. Well, I think anybody in their right mind that lives with a monthly income of under four hundred thousand, I tell me what. Tell me one thing: what is wrong with the stadium the way it sits? It has adequate seating, adequate bathrooms, enough uh, food food stands. The aisles are wide enough. the The field is okay. I'm sure the locker rooms are adequate. Why do we need to spend $500 million of my money? At least. Why do we have to pay for them to build something that looks like the Taj Mahal, <laughs> an Orchard Park, for what? If you can tell me for what, then I'm in. Yeah. Can't- you can't tell me why, why and for what reason you're building a new stadium. What is it? Kathy, I think you bring up an excellent point, and I think that's the point that a lot of people share. And quite frankly, I that's me as well. I don't think you need a new stadium, period. And no Bills fan I've talked to ever, and I, we've talked about this on the show in the past, Joe. Yes. No Bills fan I've ever talked to who goes to games regularly or once every few years has ever said that they think the team needs a new stadium. No. Nobody seems to be unhappy with what's there. Everyone really actually likes it. Except for Roger Goodell. That is the thing. I mean, with the exception of the higher-ups somewhere else who don't live here. Right. Everybody here seems – and that is the real, I think, sticking point with that. You know, when I saw this and I'm seeing, wow, you know, uh, one, they want a billion dollars, 100% funded by the taxpayer, and – it's going to be owned by the county in much in the same way that the current facility is. And I'm thinking, well, if this really is the case and you're going to go with half or more and it will be owned by the county, if I'm the county or if I'm the state who's really going to be footing the bill, I better say, hey, uh, you're going to slap a roof on that thing because we're going to get our money's worth. Right. <laughs> right. And we're going to have events here all winter and summer long. And when the Rolling Stones run their tour... They're not going to skip over Buffalo because we don't have a roof in November. Um, we're going to have events here all day long if we're going to put any sort of money into this. But, no, I'm with Kathy 
and I think everyone is, and that to me is the biggest hump in the entire discussion, especially when you bring in public dollars. If it's 100% privately funded, I think most people say, do whatever you want. Make it look however you want. Right. Build a huge st uh, statue of yourself on the pillars of the stadium that can't be removed right. or something like that. <laughs> I, you can do whatever you want if you want to build a new stadium on your own. When you talk about bringing in some taxpayer money, that's when people start to question, like, hang on a second. I don't think we need a new one, and no one else that I ever talk to who goes to a Bills game ever thinks that we need a new one. No, you know, I mean, hey, Brian, you and I have both been to these other NFL stadiums, you know, these newer NFL stadiums with all this and that. But we said this in May when we had this discussion. There is something about, what's it called? Now? Highmark Stadium. There is something about that building. That's the building anyone listening to my voice grew up going to, right? That's the stadium where all the good times happen. I mean, there's something about that stadium that is so Western New York, and it can't be, in my opinion, can't be duplicated. So I don't think the, the everyday fan is, cares about a new stadium. You know who cares about a new stadium? Like you said, it's the higher-ups. It's the Roger Goodells. Oh, we've got to look like the rest of the NFL. No, we don't. Because we're not the rest of the NFL. That's the beauty of it. We're Western New York. We're the Buffalo Bills. We aren't like New York. We aren't like Miami, like Dallas. We're Buffalo. And nothing screams Buffalo than the old stadium we have in Orchard Park with all that character. Yeah, I, 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 I think I've been for a long time just kind of resigned to the idea of a new stadium because it's the way of the world almost. You look at every other place around the NFL, it's either had some sort of major renovation, even in the cases like uh, Soldier Field in Chicago where they've had a major renovation, they're talking about building a new stadium there or you know, doing something else entirely. It's, so I've kind of resigned myself to this idea that we will have a new stadium even though I don't think that we need it at nope. all. Um, however, I... I am very sympathetic. I think that is the biggest hump that the Pagoulas have to get over is that line of thinking that, listen, we don't really need anything new. You know, please specifically point to me where the upgrades need to be made at the current stadium, which is fine to everybody who goes. I mean, maybe there's a huge crack in the foundation that nobody knows about that Oof. would cost I'd like to know about that. millions and millions of dollars to uh, repair, right? Uh, and then the, and people will bring up the other thing. As you build a new stadium, what's going to happen? And this is what uh, Jill was talking to us earlier in the morning about. You know, how much is it to go to a Bills game? And I'd say, well, you know, my brother, who was not even an adult, can afford to go to every single one. So it's not that much, right? Right. Um, you know, it, it, most people can – and those are bad years. It's a little more expensive to get into a game this year than it ever has been the It'll past It'll be a decade. little more expensive, yes. However, um, it's always been affordable. You build a new stadium, and all of a sudden that's into question, right? Uh, ticket prices rise when there's a new stadium as a means of paying for it. And that's not something that anybody's asking for. No. Um, so I, I really think that that is the big opposition when it comes down to talking about a new stadium. It's not so much public versus private funding because in the grand scheme of things, I think most rational people can look at this and say, well, you know what? It's going to be a mixture of both. Will it be a great economic investment for the state? Not so much. Will it be a great investment on people's happiness? I personally think it will. And that's kind of the way of the world. Um, but the biggest hump you have to get over is 
I really do think it is the overwhelming majority of fans who say that it is unnecessary to begin with to even talk about a new stadium because the one that we have standing it's is a fan favorite. just fine it's for us. It's a fan us. favorite. It, it works just fine. I mean, are you going to build a billion-dollar stadium and put bleachers in there? Probably not. No. I love the bleachers. <laughs> you know, I love it. Do I wish it had a roof on it so I wouldn't be freezing um, and, you know, smuggling in all the hand warmers and things like that uh, every time it got past November? Absolutely I do. But aside from that, I do think there isn't really anything wrong with what we have now. And I, I do believe that a lot of fans share that. And that's really the big that's the big hump, um, right? And I, there's also some creative ways. Some people texting in on our text board, Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, uh, you know, if the state pays for any more than half, they should have a look, a lock for ticket prices, uh, something in the contract, right? If there is more than half funding. I mean, there are ways to get creative with it. You know, maybe it's a price freeze. on. Maybe there's something, no PSLs, right? If, if we are going to pay for more than half and have quote-unquote ownership, there should be a lot of say that goes into that. I don't uh, think PSLs are going to be a thing in Buffalo. Right, but there, there should be... If we are going to have that discussion, I think there are creative ways to have it that might make it a little bit more worth your time and worth your while. I agree. I It's a very complicated discussion. I don't think that any one person, uh, when they're speaking from uh, you know, a defined point of view, is giving you all the right or wrong answers. But uh, there's a lot of shouting over the last 24 hours, and, and I do think that at the end of the day, chill is the... Uh, is the word. You know what, Brian? You've you've uh, you've convinced me over the last hour, just like you did with the roof. I was not a roof fan, and then the whole Rolling Stones thing happened. I said, you know what? If they're going to go ahead and build a new stadium, it should have a roof on it. I am in agreeing with you, and you know what? After this show, I'm not as overreacting. I'm still not chill like you are, um, but I want answers. I don't like things hanging in the air. I don't. Like- Here's the thing, though, that I'm I'm chill right now. Because this is just the initial reporting, and this is just the beginning of the negotiation. When that next report and that next uh, new batch of information comes out a month from now, right? I'm not going to be as chill, right? But we'll save that for a month from now. Good point. <laughs> yeah, good point. We should save chill now. Save the uh, the uh, overreaction for a month from now. I like it. When you have the team playing and reports coming out at the same time, that'll be fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll uh, David Bellavia. He's here next. We, uh, we'll be back here tomorrow, starting at 9 o'clock. Have a great day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 